0: Mums with Hustle podcast episode 173. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast, where you'll discover everyday mum entrepreneurs killing it in their industry. Learn the secrets you can replicate to create your own success with your host, Tracy Harris. Hello there, beautiful lady. Before I get into it, I do want to say that I'm super excited because I have created a brand new and free Instagram masterclass. Yes, next week on Monday the 18th, I will be hosting two free live masterclasses and I would love for you to very quickly register and grab yourself a spot now. Now, this live masterclass is a special event. It is not going to be available after Monday, so you do need to sign up and register and get your seat. And I have not done a live masterclass of this kind for over two years. Now, the masterclass is going to be giving you the Instagram roadmap. It is the easiest, fastest way to turn your followers into customers, and it is bringing together everything that I have learned about building a personal brand on Instagram and creating a business that has generated me multiple six figures whilst raising my two boys and only working three days a week. So I'm bringing that together for you in one Powerhouse Masterclass, and it is for free. To get in on that, you need to go to Mumswithhustle.com dot com slash masterclass. Mumswithhustle.com dot com slash masterclass to grab your free spot. But you got to be quick because spots fill up fast. Now, in case you're wondering, oh, okay, cool. This sounds really amazing. But what exactly am I going to be learning? Well, by the time you leave the masterclass, you will understand where Instagram fits into your overall marketing strategy so that you can start using Instagram to truly build your business the right way, not just build your following. I'm talking about actually getting those followers to turn into customers. You're also going to leave knowing the four biggest myths about Instagram and outdated strategies that are costing you time and losing you customers. And finally, this is the holy grail. You're going to learn the six-stage roadmap for turning your Instagram following into a six-figure business. Basically, if you are on Instagram or if you're thinking about starting a business and you want to be able to two times, five times, or even 10 times the amount of sales that you're getting this year without having your face buried in your phone, constantly posting and engaging on Instagram, and without your overall workload increasing, in fact, it's the exact opposite, making more money while doing less work, then you need to be jumping into this masterclass. And if you're someone that really aligns with my teaching style, and your stomach flips just as much as mine does, whenever we see spammy Instagram growth tactics being shared by some expert, and you'd prefer to learn the most updated, organic, authentic strategies and techniques for 2019, then you truly need to attend this masterclass. Again, you've got to be quick. Register now at mumswithhustle.com slash masterclass. I will be running two classes on Monday the 18th, one at 10 a.m., Sydney time and one at 8.30 p.m. Sydney time, Australian Eastern Daylight Time. So don't worry if you're thinking about time differences. You can sign up to either the morning class or the evening class and make sure that you get this training to move you forward in creating your beautiful business and your dream life today in 2019. See you there. But it's time for the podcast, so let's get into it. This episode is a really, really special one. A bit of a milestone, actually, because it is the first time ever that I am interviewing one of my members, one of my students from the Social Method Society. And I have handpicked this person because I really want you to meet her. She has experienced some serious shifts since joining the society, and she is just also a breath of fresh air, extremely relatable, and very much still in the process of transforming from corporate goddess to CEO boss lady as an entrepreneur. And if that's you, like, if that's the stage you're in, you're going to find Sumi Mayadun, extremely relatable and you're going to learn a ton from her. So Sumi is an entrepreneur and she is an unshakable optimist dedicated to helping women become the best mums that they want to be. And she designs products that help simplify mum life every day. How good does that sound? (laughs) We all need that. So I'm talking products that'll save mum's time save them energy and headspace, and also save them money whilst being functional and fashionable at the same time. And during this episode, Sumi is going to be sharing all about her journey within the Social Method Society and how sometimes the most important changes for your business actually come from within you. So yes, today we are chatting lots about entrepreneurial mindset shifts and the wins that come as a result. So warm welcome to you, Sumi. Hello. Hello,
1: Tracy. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for that amazing
0: introduction. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. It's all you. It's all you, Sumi. (laughs) I am really excited to have you on the podcast. I know you've got a lot of peers, a lot of ladies in the Social Method Society that will just be so excited to hear more about your story.
1: Ladies on the group are amazing. They are just (laughs) fantastic. So they're all amazing, beautiful women.
0: And we've got a lot of women that listen to this podcast that may not be familiar with you and I'm very conscious of that. So let's kind of rewind the tape a bit. I'm going to throw to you for you to tell us a little bit more about yourself personally, particularly, you know, where you live and what kind of saw your rise into being your own boss, because you're very academic, you were quite the corporate climber, and now you are this CEO boss lady of your own startup. So I'll throw to you to kind of fill in all the gaps and just walk us through what that has been like.
1: Sure. So I'm a mum of two boys. I live in Brisbane, Australia. Up until a few years ago, I used to be a senior internal auditor. I've worked for the big four accounting firms. I've worked for state government. I absolutely loved my job. I've worked extremely hard to get to where I was. I've got an undergrad. I've got a masters, I've done a CPA, I've done so much to get to where I was. But about three years ago, just before the birth of my second child, I felt very strongly that I needed to spend more time with my young family. So I resigned from my job and um, had my second child. But these days, I'm the mumpreneur behind The Last Berry. I design products for busy mums, products that simplify your life, products that save you energy, time, and money, products that are functional, fashionable, products that help you become the best version of you. Motherhood isn't something that came easily to me, Mm -hmm. uh, partly because I didn't have systems and tools that were efficient and really wasn't planning on starting a business. I was just going to see what life brought for me. We don't actually have any family living close by. So I didn't have that support network to support me through motherhood for yeah. babysitting or anything like that. It all started because I couldn't actually find anything to organize my bag. Being an accountant, this was really important to me. I, I was going to say,
0: Sumi, <laughs> like, I actually I know your personality type because when the ladies join the social method society one of the first things we do is this like personality assessment and so i'm not surprised (laughs) that you ended up in accounting knowing your personality type like the result that you came out as and then i'm not surprised that you felt the need for systems and tools and efficiency for motherhood yeah so this is really interesting What did you do as a result? So I like
1: to be really organised and I like really uncluttered spaces and I like Uh things to be really streamlined. Well, once I became a mum, that was, and then suddenly staying at home, I really did not know what was going on. There was laundry piling up. There was all sorts of things going on. And then I looked at, okay, let's try and simplify my life. Let's start from the place where, you know, The smallest place, the smallest space that I can fix and space that would have the biggest impact. For me, that was my mum bag. And, you know, my kids are five years apart. So I've had, I feel like I've been stuck in that nappy bag stage forever. uh, Yeah, you probably
0: have. Yeah. (laughs)
1: So (laughs) like most mums, I have one of those huge mum bags. Yes. The trouble was I could never find anything inside this bag. So if I needed something, I had to empty half the bag onto the floor to find one thing. I'll get so stressed and so frustrated and I'll
0: fumble. Yeah, and the baby's crying yeah. while all this is happening. Toddler's having a tantrum. There's a poo coming out the back of someone's <laughs> nappy. <laughs> That's right, all of that some mum stuff, you know. And I tried
1: nappy bags in the past, but gosh, they just went fashionable. Some of them look like something that my Nana would take to the markets, really. So I thought to myself, look, if this is a problem for me, this has got to be a problem for others as well. And even if it didn't bother other people, let's think about how I can simplify my life and the lives of other mums like me. And motherhood is a challenging time. I don't think anyone, anything in life could prepare you for the sleepless nights or how exhausted you're going to be. So I wanted to give mums the tools to simplify your life, tools that will help help you remain calm under pressure, so that no matter what life throws at you, you could get on with your day with the confidence of superwoman.
0: Yes, so. I love that. And do you know what? You're taking me right back to my first time round of motherhood mm-hmm. and like... Just wanting to be as organized as I can, because like if I, it was the one thing that I could kind of control.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: So I'm totally relating, and I also relate to missing my handbags. Yes, mind you, <laughs> like I really, I was a handbag chick, yeah. and I had some really great ones. Yeah, and then I did try to shift into like nice, like I got a country road nappy bag or like mummy bag and then someone also gave me like a really nice Mimco one which Mm -hmm. at the time everyone was kind of using it was kind of like the go-to bag yeah but they were really big and I did like them yeah they were really just a bit awkward and I they were nice Sumi but I missed my handbags so Something like your product, I kind of wish I knew about it at the time. (laughs) I know about it now when I've actually got one. And so it allows, yeah, it allows me to, like, do you want to kind of explain what it is very quickly? Yeah, sure, sure. So the
1: bag that I designed gives mums the freedom to use any bag, like you could use your favorite bag. So it converts any bag into the most organized bag. It has color-coded tabs, it has see-through panels, got waterproof pockets. So you'll know exactly where everything is. So, for example, if your toddler's having a meltdown at the shops and you've got to find that little bribe that you've been stashing away, that little pack of the smarties, you know exactly where it is. So if your kids had a fall and they need a Band-Aid, you don't have to be hunting through your entire bag and empty it or you've got it, you know exactly where to reach to and you've got it there.
0: Yeah. That is the best. Yeah. That is oh. what I love about it. And you can separate the yeah. bags and, oh, my gosh, they're just they're awesome. And, and they fit into
1: a bag, a backpack. You know, it doesn't have to fit into a specific bag as such. Um, you can take it travelling. I know a lot of my clients take them travelling and and I've used them to travel for four months in Europe myself, so they're an amazing tool.
0: Yeah, literally they are a bag organiser. That's right. And I love that it was kind of born out of your own need for control, I guess, <laughs> yeah, Systemization. So <laughs> yeah, well, there's, there will be a lot of women relating to that. Just being organised, it just gives you like one less thing to kind of ah, think about. Every
1: little bit helps.
0: I love it and I just love how it just aligns so beautifully to how you were designed and made to be as a person. And I want to kind of unpack that a little bit more because not too long ago, six months ago maybe, yep. you joined the Social Method Society as yep. a founding member mm-hmm. and you have been kicking ass. Sorry, people, <laughs> if you, you. don't <laughs> like that phrase, <laughs> it's kind of just summing Sumi up. Can you tell us uh, just very quickly a little bit about why you joined? Because I do find it very interesting like you were very, very new in starting The Last Berry, like yes. super new. Yeah. And sometimes that makes people very hesitant mm-hmm. to invest in their business or to do a course. But you were like, no, I'm doing this. So totally. what was your psychology around that?
1: So at that point in time, I think I've only been into my business about a month and one of the main reasons that I joined was I had very little experience on Instagram I didn't even have a personal account to be honest on Instagram and I and I could understand the value in marketing through Instagram I was also very aware that my ideal customer was actually hanging out on Instagram so I really needed to get to her I didn't know any Instagram strategies so I just found the social methods society to be a vehicle that would Take me there. Give me the strategies. Um, I I just knew that I could connect with my ideal customer that way. And one of the perks that really, really attracted me to the Social Method Society was the ability to connect with other business mums. You know, I, I didn't have anybody that I could bounce off ideas with and I just had my husband and, you know, sometimes they're not the best at giving business advice, especially when they're in a completely different field from you. So um, I, I was have... going
0: to ask, is, is your husband entrepreneurial? Because oh, to try gosh. to have that type of conversation with someone who very much has an employee mindset is very challenging.
1: Oh, it's like we live gosh. in two
0: different worlds.
1: It is completely being in two different worlds. Gosh, no, he's definitely not in an entrepreneurial mindset and I'm grateful for that. So, no, definitely not.
0: Okay. So the sisterhood, having... A network of women that do kind of, their brains are wired yeah. in a business sense to kind of think like yours. I know for me, like whenever I join a course community or a mastermind, like business is so much easier when you have people around you that for them, entrepreneurship, mindset, all of that is just the norm.
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: And you suddenly feel less alone and you feel like you can conquer the world and you just have that social support. So I love hearing that you feel that with the other members in in the with the community aspect that we have.
1: Oh, totally. It's one of the biggest wins for me actually from joining the social method society. The lasting friendships that, you know, I've formed within this group in in the short span of time and I really enjoyed the meetup where we got to catch up on the Gold Coast. So that was amazing. And, you know, the discussions that happen within the Facebook group, it's invaluable. I could not have achieved what I've achieved without the support of these amazing entrepreneurs. There's a quote from Oprah Winfrey, actually, that says, surround yourself only with people who are going to take you higher. And I think that is exactly what this group provides. When you're seeing that other women, other business moms in this group kicking ass, achieving goals, you know you really want to do your best because it's like a team spirit you don't want to let anyone down, and you don't want to let yourself down, so you just want to push yourself harder and we it's a supportive network where you know we talk about techniques and tools and tips and systems that would just propel our businesses forward. And I don't think any one of us would let another person within the group quit or give up.
0: Oh, I love that. Oh my God. Like you're gonna make me cry. All oh, the feels. That. <laughs> Cause that that's totally what we want and it's totally what we need. It's what I need when I go to my own coaches, you know, mentors, peers. We all need Reminding sometimes that we can do this or yeah. just a shift in perspective. Yeah, it's not just about being there for each other for the wins. It's yeah. about helping lift each other up That's right. when we are experiencing a hard knock. So it's, it's absolutely it. beautiful that you are part of that. But Sumi, I wanted to dive into some of your shifts now more explicitly, touching on the internal shifts, because as you said, like, you're so academic, like you've got these, the highest levels of education. You were doing so well in your professional corporate career. And that required you to be a certain person to do that, to do that well, to kick all of those goals in a professional career sense. And now you're an entrepreneur. And I know that it requires us to be almost a completely different person. So when we're in the Social Method Society, yeah, we're teaching like the mechanics of how to build a business, the steps and blah, 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 and where Instagram fits in all of that. But a large part of what we do is also mindset. So I was just hoping that you could walk through some of your biggest internal changes that you have experienced since joining the society.
1: Yeah, sure. So in a corporate environment, I was, you know, dealing with CEOs, um, really high level executives. So giving advice or audit assurance advice to people like that is quite different from starting your own business, uh, being a nobody and starting from the ground up. But when you're in corporate, you've got years and years of experience. You've got years of qualifications behind you. You've climbed the corporate ladder. So people are aware of your skills. You come with a title. Whereas when you're starting a small business, no one really knows you and you are just a fresh face. Like you're trying to sell a product for mums, but the mums don't really know you. They don't know anything about your background, where you're coming from, whether you're an organized person or not. So it was quite challenging and it's a completely different mindset as well. One of the things that I had to deal with that I found extremely challenging was how to address and to how to tone my language. So in a corporate sense, I was used to um, using corporate terms and spoken in a very sort of formal manner. But in a sort of mumpreneur business, you sort of have to be more relatable, more relatable to mums, and you have to kind of mum speak.
0: Totally, there is mum speak. And there's Instagram speak. Yeah. So yeah, finding a voice online. Yeah. I have definitely noticed that shift in you. Oh, thank
1: you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because what's what's really praised in a corporate setting is like needed to be almost shed completely when you're speaking to a really young crowd of mums that are tired and they're using social media. So it's just a different way, isn't it? it?
1: it? It's a completely different platform. It's a completely different manner and and completely different way. And one of the other things that i found was I sort of had this small business mentality because I didn't really know whether I was going to do this, whether I was going to be successful, how long I was going to do this for, whether I was going to go back to work. I didn't know any of that. So I had this really small business mentality, sort of like a science hustle mentality. I didn't even tell people that I started a business because, in a way, I was kind of a little bit embarrassed because, you know, I used okay. to be this corporate woman and now, oh, she's, she's got this little business. But joining the Social Methods Society, that completely changed my view of myself. I yeah. started to look at myself as an entrepreneur or a businesswoman. So that was a complete shift. And that was an absolute game changer for me. This mindset really, really allowed me to step out of my comfort zone and to take bold actions to propel my business forward. And I'm forever grateful for that mindset shift.
0: Wow. I love it. And we do, we speak about, you know, who do you need to become to make your business dreams, and ultimately your dreams for your life actually become a reality. And it's so interesting that you say you felt like starting your own business was almost like a step back. Yep. Yeah. And I totally get that. I have never come from that perspective. Like I've always saw starting your own business as a step up. So isn't it interesting that like depending on your beliefs, your worldview, it, 100% shapes how you see the world and then therefore what is possible for you.
1: Yes. I think it was because I worked extremely hard to get to where I was. I felt like I was sort of walking away from that or Yeah. But I think the rewards that I was reaping was much much higher than what I was missing out on. For example, yeah. something that was really important to me was being able to spend time with my kids. I really, really wanted to spend time with them. I wanted to be able to, so my youngest is starting kindy this year. Oh my goodness,
0: that's a big
1: milestone. Oh, it totally is. He's my baby (laughs) and I've I've been the full-time carer for him 24-7 for the last three years. And I really, really wanted to ensure that I could sort of pick him up from kindy and, you know, be there for him all the time. And in my previous job, while it was lovely and I really enjoyed my job, I wouldn't have been able to do that Um, and sort of I really sat down and looked at what do I really want in my life and it was an easier decision to step down from my corporate life when I really sat down and looked at what do I really want out of my life. I want to have a happy family. I want to have my kids. I want to see my kids thrive.
0: Totally. And so now I'm just going to hijack what you said. It's not a step down, it's a step up. Totally. Because you you get to call the shots, you get to have the impact. That's right. And you get to be there for your children and have that time, and that is not stepping back, but I really wanted to highlight that little phrase there because it's something that came up with someone in one of one of the masterminds that I'm in Mm -hmm. and she felt like that too like she didn't really tell her family and her friends that she had a business because she kind of knew that to them based on their values Mm -hmm. of education and and corporate careers that it would be like a failure in their eyes Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. and to a large degree It made me go, Oh, there would have been probably a lot of people in my own family that would have been, Oh my gosh, Tracy, what are you doing? Like you've got, yeah, two degrees and a master's and you like achieved this in your teaching career and blah, 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 and won awards and so on. Yeah. And now you're giving that up. So they see it as yeah, they see it almost like a step back. A lot of people would have. I just I just didn't have that way of looking at it. I saw it as like, woohoo, freedom. I get to do my own thing. <laughs> it tells so, me
1: so much freedom. And, you know, you're your <laughs> own boss, and you get to call the shops. It's amazing. It's it's a wonderful feeling. And um looking back on it now, I don't really know why I had those thoughts. But yeah. they were the thoughts that I had right at the beginning of my business.
0: And do you know what? Like I said at the beginning, I feel like you are so relatable to so many people. And so I just want to give that like a little bit of a moment. So ladies, if you're listening to this episode and anything that we just spoke about, like just then about, you know, is your business, have you been viewing it as a step up or have you been viewing it as like a step, a backward step in your life? Or is there any type of embarrassment or shame around that? I really want to know. So send me a DM, let me know or head on over, better still. Hit Sumi up in the DMs. She loves herself some connecting on Instagram. And I will put your handle in the show notes, Sumi. But you're at. Thank you. Thank you, Tracy. The Last Berry. And then it's an underscore bag organizer. And it's just nice sometimes to have conversations with people and know how they got to the other side, how they got past that. Totally. Yeah, so anyway, I'm glad we could touch on that one. So you've had these mindset shifts, you've had these internal changes. What has been possible for you after all of the positive reframing that you have been able to do? Like once you've found these imposter syndromes and you've created more empowering beliefs and a more empowering language for yourself, what has become more possible?
1: Oh gosh, so much has become possible for me. There was no way that I would have even showed up on social media, even like finding a picture or or even putting a picture up for my About Me page in the past was a challenge when I first started off um, my business and set up my website. But like in life and business too, the buyer cycles based based on trust, relatability Mm. and connection. And you cannot really make a connection if you're not showing your vulnerability, if you're not showing your face. So since joining the Social Method Society, I've posted pictures of myself, videos, I've done lives, I've done Uh stories. (laughs) It makes me so happy to connect with my followers. I'm a stay-at-home mum, and on most days, this is the only adult interaction that I have. So I absolutely love showing up on social media and making those connections with followers. Sometimes they're from the other side of Australia, sometimes they're across the world. Uh, I was speaking to a lady from France the other day, another lady from Japan. So it just blows my mind and I'm just forever grateful for the connections and the impact that I'm having.
0: And that's why you're having an impact because you said something so beautiful just then, which a lot of us can forget because marketing just becomes like another ticker box thing that we need to do in our business. And we forget that every follower is a real person and they are on social media for quite often escapism, especially if you have an audience of young mums, like you are their only
1: adult interaction
0: or sometimes their only positive person. In their life. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at it like that, and there is actually this great responsibility. It is. For us to show up in a way that is loving, in a way that is truly serving them, giving them content that actually moves them forward in their, either their happiness or their experience or in how they're thinking and just being there for them. So yeah, 100%. I love what you just said then because it is about connection. And every time we think of our followers, not as just followers, but as real people, like that allows us to step into this place of service and use social media so that we're thinking about them more than we're worrying about is my hair right in this Instagram story? Both or?
1: Totally, it isn't it.
0: Yeah, you know,
1: most of my followers are young mums, and I'm completely aware that you know I might be you know one of the only connections that they might be having. Because I look back to when I was a new mum, and yes, I didn't have much interaction with people, and all of a sudden I was in maternity leave. I miss my old work friends and my work colleagues I wasn't going out for lunch anymore I was so tired I was so drained but I had this beautiful baby and yeah so I'm trying to sort of look back into when I was a new mum and trying to keep very very positive lines of communication open always letting the mums know that they're doing a fantastic job that they're doing a great job.
0: Oh, that's so important. Literally, like, I have cried. There's probably been three times I've been a mum now for almost five years, three times where a stranger has stopped me in a public place, either just to, like, comfort me in a tricky parenting situation, like maybe a meltdown was happening or something, (laughs) or they've just said something really nice, like, gosh, you've done a really great job with raising those boys for them to you know, interact with each other like that or I've just been observing you and I just want to say that you're doing a really great job and maybe the discipline side isn't fun yep. but you're yep. doing a great job yep. and and you'll be thankful and they'll be thankful even in just a couple of years for how you've done that. And I just like, oh, like isn't it just the nicest when another mum oh, acknowledges so nice. So nice. another mum's like, oh, It's so nice. Like pain sometimes and experience and and also joy. Yeah,
1: totally. And they grow up so quickly. You know, it takes a village to sort of support a mum and those little compliments here and there make such a difference.
0: Oh, well, I love that you are, yes, you have your your product is the physical way that you can support mums in having, you know, more energy, like you said, more Mm -hmm. time and just being more organized, simplifying their life. But what you're doing through your content strategy is really supporting and nurturing and honoring this stage of motherhood. And I think that that is so, so special. So keep up with with that, Sumi. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Before we wrap things up, I have to ask you, because I'm all about the gratitude and celebrating wins, because we know that when we do that, we are tapping into a really positive energy that helps us attract more abundance. It helps us attract more wins. So what is a win that you have recently experienced, Sumi?
1: Yeah, oh gosh, there's so many to name. um, Isn't that great to say? Gosh, there's so many to name. I love it. (laughs) What a problem to have. Yeah, so um, but I would say, one of the main things is from a business point of view, obviously, getting sales through Instagram has without any advertising, so I haven't spent a cent on advertising, has been fantastic. I've sold about 20% of my stock within a very, very short period of time. This is like a huge achievement for myself and I think, I think it probably would be a huge achievement for anyone starting a new business. Um, yeah. I've also started my
0: own blog. Woohoo, she blogs now.
1: <laughs> I do. So if anyone wants to check out uh, my first ever blog, it's about, uh, it's cool, the title is Eight Ridiculously Easy Tips on How to Declutter Your Kid's Wardrobe. And, look, there are some really, really good practical advice from a mum from me who is an organising nutter. So um, go check it out. And also, you know, being able to connect with other mums has been, on a personal note, I do really, really appreciate connecting with my followers, having those DMs. um, It makes my day. It totally lights up my day. And and some of the some of the followers have become customers and and you know, they might have bought a product from me months ago, but we chat constantly on DMs. So that has been amazing for me. I've, I've really appreciated and enjoyed that.
0: That is awesome. You're so connected to your tribe. I love it. It's like you are you're the mummy mentor for these ladies. And it's just nice. Or the agony aunt, agony you know, they can come and have The confidential, like, rundown of the day. I love that. I think
1: because now I've had two children, I perhaps have a little bit more experience than they do. Yeah. Um, I've been through that phase. I know what it was like and, you know, I can see the other side of it and I can think of ways to help. You know, sometimes when you're in in that stage where you're just sleep deprived, you're just living on coffee, your brain, you might not be able to think of these ideas. But whereas now I'm in, a, I'm in a space where there's, you know, a bit more clarity in my life where things are sort of going back into the normal routines and my kids have grown back a little, grown older a little bit, I'm able to sort of look back at it and say, oh, you know, you should try this or you could do it this little way or, you know, you could do this other thing and that, that might be a great help or great hint, that tips that they've never tried before.
0: I love it. So many great things have come through our conversation today, Sumi. All of what you just said hits so hard on, you know, the why. And in the social methods society, we have six stages to building your six figure plus business. And what you described is the why, which is in stage one. And I just love hearing you articulate that, like your purpose for these mums is just, it's a really beautiful and very special thing. So I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much. And sharing all of that so honestly with us, the highs, the lows, what it's like to transition from corporate to entrepreneurship, the motherhood stuff. I love it. Thank you very much for coming on. And before we let you go, where can the ladies find you online?
1: Oh, thank you so much, Tracy. Well, you can find me online using my Instagram handle, organizer or at www.thelastberry.com. And I've actually got a free printable. It's a PDF that lists what you can pack in your nappy bag. It's a great tool. It's a list. It's a very comprehensive list and it sort of lists down for all the different stages of your baby, from so baby, toddler, preschooler to yourself as a mum, what you can take. You can print it out, stick it on your fridge and tick off. Also, I'd like to offer a discount to the Mums with Hustle listeners. If you use the code MUMSMWH15, you can get a 15% off
0: discount. There you go. That is awesome. And I think it makes, I mean, it's a great gift for yourself as a mum, but it's a really thoughtful gift for a new mum as well even just that pdf that is amazing what a really great tool that would have gone viral in my mother's group we would have all been passing to each other so very thoughtful of you thank you once again sumi and i will see you inside of the society
1: thank you so much tracy it was my pleasure
0: thank you Well, thank you so much, Sumi, from the Last Berry Bag Organizer for joining me here on the podcast. That was super special. As I said, first time having one of our members on the podcast. And I love bringing success stories. I love bringing you real women that are extremely relatable to where you are right now in your experience of motherhood and entrepreneurship. Because if it's possible for one person, then it is possible for you. So thank you, Sumi, for coming on and just being really honest, sharing your story. Ladies, if something stuck out for you during that interview with Sumi, I'd really love to know what it is. So send me a DM. Let me know how you're going with motherhood and entrepreneurship. And as I said, head on over and say hello to Sumi. If you haven't already subscribed on iTunes, make sure that you head over and do that. Yes, if you're listening right here on the Mums with Hustle website, that is awesome. You're welcome to do that. But it is so much easier when you subscribe on iTunes because you can literally take me anywhere. I love seeing how you listen. Some of you are listening on the treadmill, walking the dog, hanging out the washing. It's all good. So thank you so much for joining me and I'll see you next week on the Mums with Hustle podcast.